Welcome to the Dr. Lori Morris podcast, where she interviews experts in health and science, sharing their expertise so you can live your healthiest life. This episode of the podcast is proudly sponsored by Fit Vegan Coaching, the world's leading whole food plant-based body recomposition program for Gen X and baby boomers. Founded by Maxime, whose personal journey began after losing his ex-fiance to breast cancer, Fit Vegan Coaching is on a mission to disease-proof the world through the transformative power of plant-based eating and fitness. This program is the Rolls-Royce of plant-based coaching, offering all-inclusive services, personalized plans, world-class accountability, lifelong support, and more. Say goodbye to the yo-yo dieting and embrace a lasting transformation that will rev up your metabolism even post-transformation. Ready to take charge of your health and vitality? Head over to fitvegan.ca, that's fitvegan.ca, and mention Dr. Lori for exclusive bonus savings when you sign up. Don't miss this opportunity to join the movement towards a healthier, fitter, and more vibrant you. Are you tired of compromising between convenience and healthy eating? Look no further. Introducing Whole Harvest, your ultimate solution for wholesome plant-based meals. Whole Harvest is redefining the way you eat. Their meals are not only delicious, but also 100% whole food plant-based without any compromise. Whole Harvest takes pride in their approach. There's no oils, no added sugars, and low sodium. Plus, they have SOS free menu items available. I recommend Whole Harvest to my patients. They need convenient and compliant meals that can be delivered to their home. At Whole Harvest, you can reimagine your favorite dishes with a plant-based flair and enjoy menu items like the All-American Burger. Harvest lasagna and soba kimchi bowl. Whole harvest meals are chef crafted and made with high quality ingredients delivered straight to your door. And guess what? They ship nationwide so you can enjoy whole food, plant based meals no matter where you are. And here's an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. Use the discount code PLANTS30 to receive $30 off your first order. Visit wholeharvest.com and place your order today. Again, that's wholeharvest.com. Your journey to delicious whole food plant-based eating starts here. This episode of the podcast is proudly sponsored by The Healing Kitchen, your path to vibrant health. Immerse yourself in the transformative program guided by the combined expertise of myself, Dr. Lori Marbus, and Chef Brittany Giroudi, who has lost 70 pounds on a whole food plant-based diet. Here's what's in store for you. Virtual weekly sessions. Engage in an immersive 60-minute virtual session every single week where you'll delve into the world of wholesome plant-based goodness right from your own kitchen. Cooking with Brittany the first half hour. Unleash your inner chef as you're captivated by Chef Brittany Giroudi's culinary mastery that will delight your taste buds and nourish your body. Medical Q&A with Dr. Lori, the last half hour. Prioritize your well-being during the second half hour. I will personally address your medical inquiries, providing evidence-based insights and personalized advice, empowering you to make informed choices for your health. So join us on The Healing Kitchen to help you step into a healthier and most vibrant future. Good morning, everyone. Hope this is... um finding you well today. I really wanted to speak to a few things um, about resisting healthy habits and change in our lives. It really could be anything. It could be um, 
exercise, eating healthy, going to sleep better. Um, yeah, anytime we're finding resistance in our lives, there's something there to be learned. So I wanted to speak to because I'm finding that as my distance is increasing for my racing, of course, it's getting harder. And I'm dealing with this resistance once to get out the door. But once I get going, I'm, I'm okay. But it is an interesting exercise to really turn into the resistance versus fighting it. Because when we fight it, it seems to get louder and that voice in our head will just continue. So, you know, again, it's not um, anything to be worried about or that you're abnormal. Everyone does this, even I'm sure the most elite athletes or those who seem to have it all together go through days or moments where they really struggle. And again, it's just a time to sit back and accept it and reflect upon it. So I'm just going to walk you through some steps that I've been working on. And I think it has been very beneficial and I hope you find it beneficial too. So um, I really think we can uncover the wisdom behind our resistance, right? So if we look at every opportunity of discomfort or anxiety or stress as an opportunity for learning, it's just a result of something of events that have happened. I think that we're going to be able to reflect upon it, use those opportunities to make the next time even better or easier, or maybe walk around the hole in the sidewalk, which I spoke to yesterday. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that post, I would certainly do so. So first of all, the idea is that you just have to recognize that there is resistance, right? That there's this mental thought or process that's occurring that's causing us to resist. Remember, I truly believe that resistance and stress and um, the suffering and the things that we go through, these are self these are self-inflicted um, and not even hate the word inflicted. I was trying to think of another word that might be better because things happen that of course are gonna cause discomfort. Um, that's the yin and yang of life right there. You can't know compassion without struggle and suffering. I, I truly believe that. And But at the same time, how we respond to anything, a comment or an action from someone else is our choice. And the same thing happens with our own thoughts, right? Because you can think of this as, these thoughts are not necessarily you, right? They're just thoughts. These are energy that's going through your brain and you can entertain them and engage with them or you can let them pass. You are, are the observer of the thoughts. And when I've really understood the power of knowing that I'm not my thoughts, that I don't have to act upon the thoughts, that the cravings and the feelings are, again, these are just passing moments that, I literally don't have to engage in them. There is power in understanding that. So the first point is just to recognize the resistance. So when you feel resistance towards something, doing something healthy, like exercising, just pause, acknowledge it without judgment. Again, that's that mindfulness piece. And just maybe say, I'm feeling resistance towards exercising right now. I'm feeling resistance to going to run my mileage to train for my half marathon. I'm feeling resistance to doing my five negative pull-ups today. I'm feeling resistance to eating a healthy meal when I'd rather have a piece of chocolate. Um, I'm feeling resistance in sitting down and having that difficult discussion with my spouse, my child, my colleague. Again, just acknowledging it is the first step and that will tone it down. You will notice, I think, a deflation of the severity of the craving or the resistance or whatever it might be, because you really could use the same thing in the craving. Like, so if you're craving something that you know that you really don't want, instead of 
saying like, I'm just a victim to my cravings. I'm addicted. And I'm not dismissing addiction at all, but using it as an excuse instead of just turning towards like, hey, I'm having a craving towards this because it is kind of a resistance, right? That's occurring. So um, the next step, I think for me, that's been very helpful is mindful breathing. So just some deep breaths as I'm acknowledging my resistance and just stepping back and reflecting on what's going on. Just anchoring myself it gives me a moment to pause where I don't feel the need to give in to the resistance or to continue fighting it. I'm just sitting back and going, okay, this is what's going on in my mind. Deep breath in, deep breath out. And you can even make it almost a prescription of sorts, right? So you could just do kind of the five finger exercise. You could do box breathing. So it'd be breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. This is a great one for kids, by the way. And the other one is box breathing. You can breathe in over four, breathe out over four, breathe in over four, breathe out over four. That's been used by Navy SEALs. So lots of cool things there. And once you've kind of acknowledged resistance, you started some breathing, you, you set this, the tone to step aside from the emotions that are occurring and just look at what's going on. It's time to explore. And this is where we use curiosity. As my friend, Dr. Jed Brewer says, curiosity is your superpower. And I truly believe that because I have found that when I'm dealing, for example, with a difficult patient, um, not difficult in the sense of their personality, but a difficult diagnosis or a puzzling, you know, multiple things going on. And I'm trying to figure out <laughs> by peeling back the onion layers, the curiosity factor makes it very enjoyable. And so that's, I think it's the detective part of being a doctor that's made it so enjoyable for me. It's the curiosity factor, right? And this could be with anything in your life that you're finding difficulty, because when we start to explore and look at it as a child who's exploring their new world, that's where you're going to find that it's, even though it's a difficult thing to see the resistance and the craving, that becomes more enjoyable because you're in the learning prospect. So there's some, there's some wisdom to incorporating curiosity because that there is going to be a bit of release of dopamine when you start engaging in curiosity. So first thing you might want to do is physical sensation. Um, where do you feel this in your body? Is it your tight in your chest? Do you feel um, in your limbs? What's your emotional state? Um, are you fatigued? Are you under stress? Um, maybe you're bored. Um, and then also look at triggers, right? And this is where journaling will be super helpful too. But you know, trigger identification. Was it because I sat down in front of the TV? Is it because I was reading an email and got stressed about that? Is it because um, I, uh, it's three o'clock, <laughs> whatever that might be for you. Think about, is there a habit associated with this resistance or difficulty? And then just say, you know, I, you're reflecting now, I feel the resistance in my chest. It's associated when I, with the emails from my boss and, and possibly triggered by the fact that I feel out of control or don't feel like I can make a difference with this situation. Um, and that's all it is. The next thing is acceptance, right? So let me wipe my nose. Um, so instead of fighting the resistance or using willpower to push it, because remember, we all run out of willpower. It's not that someone has more willpower than someone else. They've just created systems to deal with different things, right? They've made systems easier 
in their life. That's when you see people who are just crushing it as far as like exercise and stress management. They created their life with systems that make it the default action is the healthy action. So that's a whole nother discussion. But I certainly found that true in my own life when I make it a like there's only healthy food in the house. Well, those are probably things I'm going to consume. Right. So, again, that's a again, a separate action or a separate discussion. So basically, so instead of finding the resistance with willpower, accept it, embrace it, um, accept the discomfort as part of our experience as a human. I think, you know, many of us are just seeking happiness, but actually it's the journey that's the happiness, right? It's like, um, let's say you want to go on a trip to Disneyland and you go to Disneyland and you get there. It's not walking through the door, right? Uh, and riding the rides. It's the whole environment. It's the, it's the journey there as well, right? The kids were excited. That was part of the enjoyment was just getting excited and traveling there. It's the whole experience of it. It's just, it's not just, oh, it's just the destination. Um, I certainly think that when, for example, running for me, building my mileage and trying to build my foundation so I can go faster, there has been great enjoyment and my accomplishments that I've done so far. Even when I look back and saying, you know, I was super proud of myself today because I didn't want to go run that five miles yesterday. And I was like, oh, I can just skip a day or I can schedule another day. But instead I just turned to, I was like, why am I resisting this? It's because I was tired, right? Because I, I knew it would be a struggle running up the hill. Um, but instead I was like, you know, Lori, it's just part of the training. And to get to where you want to go, you're going to embrace the suck, so to speak, and go do it. And afterwards I felt very good and strong about it because I could check it off. I was like, you did it, Lori. So those are the things to consider. Um, and just, you just accept the discomfort, right? Life is like that. There's going to be the ups and the downs, but know that nature doesn't create storms that never pass, right? The storms that come, they go as well. So the discomfort, the craving, the resistance, it will pass, right? The um, good times, they pass too. But again, to appreciate happiness, there has to be sadness, right? To appreciate accomplishment, there has to be failure. Um, and so I think we just have to understand that to appreciate overcoming, there has to be some acceptance of the discomfort. Um, hope that makes sense. But you can also do some other things is ask yourself, what can I learn from this discomfort? What can I feel or what can I learn from the resistance? Why is that creeping up now? And when you, again, approach it from curiosity rather than frustration, which builds up even more anxiety and more stress about it, you will struggle further. So again, just accepting it so far, recognize resistance, mindful breathing, explore the resistance and acceptance and curiosity. And then undercover, uncover your underlying needs, right? So let's delve deeper into your inquiry. Is the resistance revealing an unmet need or a misalignment with your values? Maybe you are doing something because someone else wants you to, but you really don't want to. Um, maybe you're really tired. Um, maybe we need to change the time of day. For example, I know it would be great if I could do resistance training in the morning, but I don't do as well physically. So I do it later in the evening because I don't feel stressed with time crunches for my day when I do my weight training at night. Um, but I do feel better when I run in the morning because it's hotter in the evening and I just have more energy for that type of strain. So again, I think there is some things to look back to 
is just under understanding what's the need here. Um, maybe you need to eat before you do uh, an activity. Maybe you need to, um, instead of sitting down in front of the television and snacking, you go for a walk with your spouse or walk with your dog or maybe call a loved one and see how they're doing. And just, you know, what is the unmet need here? Is it the social need? Is it mental stimulation? Is it de decompression? What is that underlying need with that resistance? Um, that might be helpful there. And then adjust and adapt, right? So based on that reflection, um, consider a way to adjust. Can you do a different type of exercise change in the schedule? You know, again, you just want to adjust and adapt it. And then be very compassionate with yourself. I think, you know, we are not kind to ourselves in many in many ways. I think to know that you are, are a creature of this wonderful world, we're all connected, and that you are certainly worthy of compassion and kindness, just like a small child is uh, in anybody in this world, uh, animals, our earth. Um, when you sit back and think and look and speak to yourself, speak to yourself out of kindness and love. And it's not being, um, you know, it, it's not being uh, mighty or high upon yourself, you know, to think that you deserve kindness and compassion. All you're doing is treating yourself as a creature that is wonderful and worthy, just like you would anything else. You, when you look in and reflect inside and provide that love and nourishment, guess what? You're going to find more of it flowing into your life and you can give more of it. So you have to be okay with it coming in and then you just give it more. So I, I hope that's helpful for in, in this abundance mindset that you are abundantly loved by yourself and by others. And that will give you more and more energy to provide others. So just be compassionate upon yourself as you're reflecting. And again, um, it's just a human experience and take that time to learn and grow from it. And then, you know, just um, encourage some adjustments, right? Just gentle encouragement. I'm going to say, you know, you're learning from your experiences, you understand your needs and just gently encourage yourself to evolve, right? And just know that this is a journey. It's not an end. It's not a destination. We just need to sit back and look. So if I was to go over this whole thing again, um, recognize the resistance, mindful breathing, just to give self pause and give your, your mind clarity and space to start the investigation. Explore the resistance, acceptance and curiosity, Under, uncover the underlying needs, right? Adjust and adapt compassionate reflection. Remember to be kind to yourself. You're not looking to do any judgment like you're a failure because you're needing to adjust. Just compassionate reflection. It's just it's just a result. There's no failure. It's just a result, right? And then gentle encouragement that you can move forward. So um, I hope that was helpful. I've been thinking about this a lot um, lately as far as knowing that for myself and when I see patients, they respond really well when we lay out kind of a step-by-step -step action plan on how to be compassionate, how to turn towards resistance, how to start incorporating these healthy habits. It's much more than just kind of setting up a routine. There's so much mental things going on inside and, and in the heart, right? Our emotions and our stressors. So I hope that was helpful. I will probably make a newsletter about this. So if you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can go to drmarvis.com and uh, we'll send that out. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think about it or how you approach resistance or struggles 
when you're trying to incorporate new healthy habits or overcome unhealthy habits. That's such a fascinating thing to see how humans can deal with that. So again, appreciate y'all being here in my morning ramblings. And um, I hope this was helpful and I hope the people who needed to hear it will hear it. And I'm so excited to uh, continue this journey with you on these daily lives. So um, again, I do would love to encourage you to check out drmarbers.com. We have the Healing Kitchen. We have some really cool stuff coming up. We meet weekly with uh, Brittany Giroudi and she provides delicious recipes. And I answer all and any medical questions once a week. We meet for an hour. And we also um, are doing expert workshops once a month. So this month, this Saturday, and it's free to our Healing Kitchen members. Um, Dr. Joel Kahn, next month is Vince Roundtree. He's gonna help as an expert on weight loss. Then we have Dr. Michael Clapper, and we have uh, Kim Campbell uh, coming. So daughter-in-law of the T. Colin Campbell. So, and some other cool ones coming up in early next year. So definitely check it out. Uh, and then in addition to that, we're also gonna be building a community just for the Healing Kitchen members. And then I will be doing a deep dive teaching and each month, a workshop for free and providing an ebook with that. So again, that's only going to be provided to our Healing Kitchen members. Um, right now, it's only $20 a month. We will grandfather everybody in. But once we get this new stuff set up and we're working diligently on it, poor Jonathan is pulling his hair out, trying to get it uh, set up quickly. Um, it, the price will be going up a little bit. Um, again, it's just a, there's a lot of working parts and we want to provide value in a space that people can learn and improve their health. So Check it out, Healing Kitchen on drmarbus.com. And as always, have a wonderful and blessed day, everyone. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, let's turn this off now. One sec here.